hear the whispers from within Battles to restore, ailings to relieve Feel the nature keeping us, nature healing us Flowers, leaves and rose within Hear the mind calming you, soothing you Love and kindness inside out Let the herbs from middle world heal Welcome wellness, welcome wellness it's Reveal Herbs, Middle World Herbs. Hello and welcome to the Middle World Herbs Natural Wellbeing Series, where we talk about restoring and maintaining your health in safe and natural ways while incorporating both the physical and the emotional sides of healing. We go live twice a week on Tuesdays and Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and each week we talk about different aspects of health. Today, we are gonna focus on inflammation, and we're gonna be talking about causes, symptoms, and the dangers of chronic inflammation. We'll also be discussing some amazing ways to manage inflammation naturally. So inflammation management is especially important because this week, today on February 4th, it is World Cancer Day. And chronic inflammation is one of the leading risk factors for cancer. So today in the context of cancer awareness and education, we're gonna be talking with an expert about chronic inflammation and dive deeper into oxidative stress, free radicals, and cancer factors. My name is Deanne and I am your host today. I'm here with our special guest, Dr. Jackie Leone, a naturopathic medical doctor, board certified holistic nutritionist, and a psychology enthusiast. Dr. Jackie, welcome and thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of the Natural Wellbeing Series. We're always happy to have you here. Would you mind just telling everyone a little bit more about yourself and your journey into naturopathic medicine? So, <clears throat> At the risk of being a little bit redundant for those of you who have watched previous episodes or were just present during the journey um, with me, I, I knew at a young age that um, I was really connected to my body, probably a little bit more than people around me. I would ask weird questions and get weird responses. Uh, I can remember not feeling well and doing hydrotherapy intuitively in the tub with hot and cold water just because it felt good, it felt better. Um, and without even knowing that I was using Nature Cure, I was using Nature Cure. And fast forward um, into my young adulthood, I uh, took a break from school, got a job at a healing center and a natural medical clinic, and just saw how impactful those approaches are and that's when it kind of clicked i've been doing this intuitively on and off my whole life because of how connected to my body i was because of how chronically ill i was as a child uh, i was getting strep throat all the time i was getting food poisoning all the time and i i started to make those connections and i thought how long i suffered because i didn't know and if people knew, then I could maybe help prevent other people from suffering. And it was in that moment, uh, I was 19 or 20 years old when I realized, you know, I kind of found my calling. And from there, it was finishing my psychology degree, completing medical school, um, becoming a teacher at a nutrition institution, uh, which gave way to being board certified in holistic nutrition. So that brings me here today uh, with you all to share the plethora of knowledge that I have. Um, I'm still learning as well. And I'm hoping that I can pass along some valuable information to help you, anyone out there listening, you and your loved ones. So 
that's the clip notes. Yeah. That's awesome. I just love that you're like living in your Dharma and like doing what you, you're passionate about. It's awesome. So yeah. And helping everyone else like myself. I'm, I always get a lot from our conversations too. Well, before we even get started, I do want to introduce everyone to the four supplements that I have out in front of me from Middle World Herbs. And these are all really good with inflammation management. We have immune support. This one has chrysanthemum and bromelain. And then over here, I have my berberines. We have the berberine HCL40, and then I have the berberine with bitter melon and banana leaf. And then I also have uric acid detox with tart cherry and pomegranate. So we'll be going through how these help with inflammation management. And I have a free bottle of immune support with quercetin to give away to a winner of a trivia game today. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys who started following. That is so awesome. We'd love to see new friends follow us. And um, hello to everyone in the chat as well. So be sure to hit the follow button to stay connected. And let's start with free radicals. So Dr. Jackie, what are they? Where do they come from? And what is the connection with inflammation? So free radicals, free radicals, it's one of my favorite descriptions uh, out there. <clears throat> and we kind of touched on it in one of the detox episodes, but essentially free radicals are, they happen in our body naturally anyway, uh, from metabolism and metabolism is the constant process. It's always happening where we're building things up and we're breaking things down in the body. And we're doing that simultaneously all the time whether it's rebuilding tissues uh, that have been damaged from the sun or, or stress, um, or if we're degrading things like breaking down proteins we eat into amino acids, which are building blocks for tissues to, to rebuild. constantly happening. We don't even have to think about it. And so that process, free radicals are just naturally created. Um, but they're also, there's an additive aspect to free radicals with different environmental triggers. So if we are in a highly polluted, uh, like our air quality, our water quality, uh, our food, if we're eating lots of herbicides and pesticides or chemicals that they spray on um, plant foods to prevent you know, pests and weeds and things like that from growing. Um, when we're constantly under stress, if, if we smoke um, you know, tobacco, if we're drinking alcohol, these all introduce even more free radicals into the body. And so we have natural protection against free radicals just because again, metabolism creates them anyway. Um, but the problem with free radicals is when we get too many in the system and when we get too many, they can cause damage. So on, on kind of like a molecular level, I, I kind of like this analogy a lot because it anchors it for a lot of people. But free radicals are molecules where the outside shell, if you remember from chemistry class, anyone, um, electrons are kind of the outside shell. Um, and molecules really love to be fulfilled with their electrons. They like to have a nice cozy number. And usually, let's say, for instance, two is a great number uh, for balanced electrons. Well, free radicals only have one. And so they are imbalanced they are unfulfilled and they're super frustrated. So what do they do? They take it out on every other cell in the body, right? They see happy little cells with their two electrons in their outer shell and they want to make them pay. So they seek them out. Um, they cause damage in the form of oxidative stress. 
Um, they might damage the DNA, which you all know, hopefully, is the blueprint of the cell. It's what tells the cell when to replicate, uh, when to clean itself, uh, when to turn things on and turn things off. And so if our blueprint is damaged, our cells don't function correctly, right? We're not getting the right instructions to the cell. And so when the cell tries to, let's say, in the DNA, it's like, hey, make a copy of yourself. Well, if a free radical comes by because he's disgruntled and unhappy, he's only got one electron and he's going to make sure the world knows it and pays for it, he's going to cause damage to that DNA, let's say. So now when that cell wants to replicate, it's not going to replicate fully and it will be slightly off. It might be damaged. It might not function as well. And it's these mutated cells that are dangerous because these are the mutated cells that lead to things like inflammatory processes and tumor cell growth or cancer growth, because that's inherently what cancer is, is it's mutated cells that grow too fast and spread all over the body. Okay. And that's what's happening in both inflammation and cancer and why free radicals are a major, major contributing factor to both of those conditions. Awesome. Good description of that. Thank you. And for all our friends and followers who are listening, if you guys have questions for Dr. Jackie as well, just type them in the chat. And our next one is coming from me. So Dr. Jackie, our bodies use antioxidants to neutralize free radicals, but how in the world do our bodies even do that? Fantastic question. So this is where, again, because in metabolism, free radicals just happen naturally. So our body, of course, if it's a natural process, we already have lines of defense to protect against it. And one of those processes is to call, it's called neutralizing oxidative stress. So antioxidants, which are found in foods and healthy um, supplements and substances, herbs, things like that, what they do is they have a lot of extra electrons right? They have a lot of um, what this free radical needs and is lacking. And so antioxidants are more than happy to share these electrons. So what they do is they float around, they find this disgruntled free radical with his one little electron. And they're like, hey, dude, here you go. Here's some electrons to make you happy. You can, you know, relax and maybe stop causing as much damage if that's okay. And the free radical is neutralized. And then it's no longer a threat. And so antioxidants are so powerful and and we naturally create them in our body um, already. But when we need more to keep up with any free radical damage that's happening because of our lifestyle or our environment, that's when eating them or taking them in the form of herbs and supplements is going to help give us that much of an edge uh, to help, again, neutralize those free radicals and prevent that damage from occurring, that oxidative stress and inflammation. Okay, awesome. And what happens when our body cannot keep up with the toxic load? What, when would that be the case? So that is, that's when disease starts. And so, um, you know, I, I say it almost every episode, at least once, I should probably get a bumper sticker made or something. Um, <laughs> the, the cup analogy you know, it's an oldie, but a goodie. Yeah. And that's, that's essentially exactly what your question reflects is like, what, if our body can't keep up, what happens? Well, our toxic cup and we're each born with one, you know, um, some people it's a teacup and some people it's a big gulp and some people it's somewhere in between. Um, but whatever, however you're built genetically, we all have that toxic load or the ability to accommodate a certain amount of, um, toxicity. 
And when that cup runneth over and our body can't dump the cup or keep us neutralized as fast as that cup is filling up, that toxic load, um, that's when disease starts happening, right? Because the body can't keep up. And so it's trying all the time to create homeostasis or that balance. And so when it can't do that, that's when we start getting degradation or um, you know degrading of different tissues and different organs. And then once those organs aren't functioning properly, then the whole organ system starts to break down. And when an organ system breaks down, we're all inherently connected, right? So if our digestive tract isn't working right, then our liver and detox system isn't working right, our kidneys and filtration isn't working, which means our cardiovascular system is gonna be affected. And it's just a domino effect from there. So we really wanna make sure that as our toxic load increases, we're doing things to clean the cup or get the toxic load back down. Okay, that's good. And then, so inflammation, you're saying, is a normal response from our immune system. So when would inflammation actually become a problem? So inflammation is one of those, it's one of nature's double-edged swords, to be honest with you, because it is very, very necessary. Um, We need inflammation, for instance, when we have a fever. That's a form of inflammation. We're, uh, we're hot, maybe a little swollen, maybe a little fatigued. And a lot of people want to shut that process down because of the associated pain. But what I think we don't realize is the body is built to raise its temperature when there's a pathogen or a threat, like a bacteria or a virus, because guess what? Bacteria and viruses can't live at certain temperatures. So our body's natural defense to kill them is to raise our core temperature so it's an inhospitable environment. The bacteria dies, but our cells live, right? And so inflammation is fantastic for that. But just like anybody who has maybe had a fever of around 103, 104 or higher, right? We can start getting brain damage. We can start getting tissue damage. And so there is kind of that therapeutic window of the inflammatory response where we need it in order to create healing, right? Because, you know, the increased inflammation in an area creates blood flow. And what happens when we get more blood flow, more nutrients, more oxygen, more antibodies, white blood cells, right? All the components necessary to help injured cells and injured tissues, right? But what ends up happening over time is sometimes inflammation can become excessive and actually start causing more harm than good okay so injury unbearable pain excess swelling that won't go down Um, when it becomes overkill scar tissue can even happen it can start to build up it can prevent those organ systems from working properly and that causes chronic damage and when organ systems and um, certain tissue types are damaged to a specific point there's no you know, reversing it. There's no turning back. So inflammation, we want inflammation, Um, acute inflammation, six weeks or less, right? You injure a knee, you have a fever, you're fighting a cold, you, you, you know, scrape your elbow on something. It gets red, it gets hot, it gets swollen, there's discomfort. That's all awesome and normal. And we want to facilitate inflammation. We want to help support it. 
after the six week period, it becomes what's known as chronic inflammation. And that um, actually garnered the uh, suffix itis. So any condition where you see the word itis or the suffix at the end, like um, colitis, right? Um, uh, arthritis, right? We know a lot of itises. Itis just means inflammation and that's a disease state. And too much itis can cause permanent damage um, and we can't bounce back from that, which can cause early death, needless suffering, um, lots of pain and discomfort. All of those things can happen when inflammation gets a little too out of hand. Okay, and Abby wants to know, is there a way to measure our toxic load capacity? I think that's, that's a fantastic question. question. Yes. Um, so there are di different tests that you can do. Um, and one of the easiest tests is usually a, a blood test looking for what are called SNPs, S-N-P. Um, SNPs are basically how the liver detoxes our body, um, AKA how it responds to different toxic uh, elements right from the environment, our diet, our lifestyle. And so when we can really look at how the liver is functioning, we can understand our, our specific toxic load. Uh, another thing that we can do is get genetic mapping. So if we have family history of um, different maybe addictions or different cancers, different itises, right? Um, you know, this is a great way to know that the chances of our toxic load for certain things were probably vulnerable, right? If everybody in the family, um, gets some sort of heart disease or, you know, some sort of, um, colon issue, right? It might be in our genetic blueprint, um, that that specific organ system doesn't have as much integrity as someone else. So looking at genetics and measuring liver SNPs. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Also doing, um, you know, you can talk to, it depends on the person as well and how far down the rabbit hole they want to go. Um, but for me personally, I did not just the disease, uh, genetic profiling, but I did, um, metabolization genetic profiling, which tells me how well, um, and how, uh, what's the word I'm looking for efficient. Um, I, basically detox from different medications, different substances like caffeine, um, different uh, recreational drugs, alcohol, all of those things have to be broken down by the liver. So when we can look at genetic analysis and just physiological functioning of the liver, it's gonna tell us a lot of information on how well um, or how big our toxic cup is, if you will. That's so awesome. Gosh, the day we all can just have that as like standard health care. <laughs> I know. It's, it'll be like running <laughs> like your, it, you know? your, yeah, it'll be like running your lipid panel. You know, yes. I really Everyone, do believe that one day. all know this info. It's like, why I is that not just accessible? But anyways, all right, well, let's start with one of our favorite supplements here. This one is our middle world immune support with quercetin and bromelain. This formula, formula includes 500 milligrams of quercetin per capsule and 100 milligrams of bromelain. Dr. Jackie is going to explain the benefits of these ingredients for us in detail. And the bottle includes 60 veggie capsules. Each dosage is one capsule and it's $19.99 on Amazon. But right now during our live, we have a 20% off promotion going on. So you just click the little banner and you're going to save 20%. That's only good during the live. So make sure you get it now.
So let's spend a few minutes talking about quercetin, Dr. Jackie. Why does that pop up so often when we talk about antioxidants? I it, It's one of the most powerful, but I really do, um, I love the way you pronounce it. No, <laughs> I, I said so it, I it once. It's totally okay though, because guess what? Most people, when you read it on paper, if you've never heard it before or seen the phonetic spelling, I would pronounce it that way. Um, so the way I pronounce it is take it or leave it. I'll take quercetin, but it, uh, the way I pronounce it is quercetin. Quercetin, got it. You're just putting the emphasis quercetin. on a different syllable. So. Quercetin. But you know what? <laughs> I'll get it one yeah. day. <laughs> the emphasis is on the wrong syllable. Yes, exactly. That's what I was thinking. So like a corset, that's what I have to remember. Corset, corsetin. Yeah, believe me, when I was in med school learning about it, I pronounced it wrong for almost a year. So my herbal teacher oh, kind of had to pull me aside. Oh, I know how you do all the like, ingredients. Just so you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll start calling it Q. Okay. It's got Q in it. <laughs> Let's just call it Q. <laughs> I'm good with that, no. Well, however you pronounce it, okay? Corsetin uh, is a fantastic antioxidant. Right. And so it's going to combat that inflammation that the body is experiencing, uh, especially when it's an overload or an itis, if you will. Right. It's going to help support your immune system, reduce the risk of things like allergies, um, which is like, you know, caused by your histamine response, which is another immune response, um, chronic diseases like heart disease, clearly cancer, of course, uh, and then Alzheimer's disease. And, and again, when we were talking about cancer, cancer is the process of those cells being mutated. Um, and so how does that happen? Those free radicals, right? Those disgruntled free radicals are causing damage to the DNA. And so quercetin comes in and it's like, hey, buddy, here's all the electrons you need to be happy. Can you, you know, stop ruining the blueprint for us? And quercetin is one of the most effective substances um, in the plant world. Uh, that I'm aware of. There are a ton, but quercetin is very, very well studied and consistently shows up as one of the, um, you know, one of the superheroes of the antioxidant world. It's found in lots of plants, uh, red onions in particular, and again, just highly antioxidant, highly anti-inflammatory effects. They kill, it kills cancer cells, reduces swelling, helps manage blood sugar. Um, and protects the heart and cardiovascular system, which again, cardiovascular, right? It's blood. Blood is, is the highway of the body. Everything travels on the blood. Every substance travels on the blood. So if we can protect the highway of the body or the cardiovascular system, then chances are we're going to deliver um, and pack a better punch when we are delivering oxygen and nutrients and antibodies and all that good stuff that happens in inflammation. And we can help control the inflammation and keep it the good kind of inflammation, right? And quercetin is fantastic at all those things. Nice. Okay. I got quercetin. Um, so Lizette <laughs> wants to know, she said her daughter has had rheumatoid arthritis since the age of four and she's 17 years old now. So what herbs would be great for her to take at her age? Do you have any recommendations? Fantastic. Yes. So rheumatoid arthritis, as we know, is a genetic component. Um, you know, it's also a autoimmune disease and so auto meaning self immune, it's attacking itself. Right. And so rheumatoid arthritis is the autoimmune version of arthritis or, or the degradation of a joint where osteoarthritis, osteo means bone. 
And so that's just usually a wear and tear arthritis. Uh, usually we see it in athletes, the elderly and the obese, um, just because they're putting a lot of pressure and wear and tear on their joints. So just to clear up for anybody at home who might not know the difference, rheumatoid versus osteoarthritis. And so rheumatoid arthritis, um, she's 17 now, so she can probably withstand an adult dosage more or less. Um, but there are quercetin, of course, is fantastic. Um, bromelain is huge. Uh, bromelain, we're going to talk about a little bit later, I believe. Uh, curcumin, which is the active ingredient, ingredient in turmeric, fantastic antioxidant uh, for something like that. Um, devil's claw is really great to clear uric acid and uric acid crystals can very easily build up in joints which really exacerbates something like a rheumatoid arthritis so those are fantastic a fantastic set of herbs to help also make sure we're eating lots of antioxidants eating lots of anti-inflammatories uh, i know at 17 you know at least when i was 17 i ate a lot of convenience foods or i ate what my friends thought were cool you know, I didn't want to be the nerd bringing a salad to the party, um, you know, the pizza and the burgers and all the things. Um, but unfortunately, those will all add to the toxic load of something like rheumatoid arthritis. Now, if she's been suffering for as long as she has 13 years, it sounds like you've probably worked with, you know, um, you know, your doctors probably let you know that eating like that is going to exacerbate things. So, uh, but just in case, if not, you know, avoid processed sugars, dairy, gluten, all of these things that we know are highly inflammatory uh, and can trigger the immune response, you know, also helping her connect to her own body to recognize the whispers of the body. And what I mean by that is our, our body always wants us to be well. And so it gives us little signs along the way. And sometimes we don't, it starts with a whisper, like, hey, it's a little uncomfortable. Can you maybe not do that, please? But sometimes we don't listen because we like the pizza too much or because we like the cigarette too much or the alcoholic drink too much or whatever the case may be. Um, maybe it's a sport if she's overusing her joints. Um, is, is she highly stressed, right? So if we ignore those whispers, the body eventually will start to scream at us and that's when pain gets very out of hand and can cause again that that long-term permanent damage so having her connect to her body uh, for my rheumatoid arthritis patients we always do a body awareness like an inventory every day and where is your body where is your pain ask your body what it needs uh, when was the last time we had a high dose antioxidant meal anti-inflammatory meal um, these are all ways for her to become, you know, more connected to the whispers of her body. And when she can read the signs, she can, you know, most likely be prepared to prevent it from getting, you know, as severe as an attack where she can't leave bed all day, which I know does happen with rheumatoid arthritis. So my heart goes out to you and to your daughter, and I'm so sorry that she's suffering. Uh, I hope something I've said today can, can at least help you, uh, point you in the right direction so she can get some sort of relief. Yeah, definitely. And um, you had mentioned corset, corset, let me just say it right, corsetin. Am I getting it? Am I even closer? Yeah, corsetin! Corsetin, <laughs> yes! I really have to visualize a corset every time I say it, and then I'll get there. So corsetin in this one, one of the things you had said, I think, was red onions. Are there any other ways we can get it naturally through our diet, and would we even get enough? Oh, yeah. Um, 
you know, getting enough is relative to the person. Somebody like her daughter might need something like 500 milligrams um, to notice health benefits where, you know, 40 milligrams a day for somebody who doesn't have an autoimmune disorder um, could be effective, right? And and we generally do get about 40 milligrams a day um, just if we're eating the rainbow. But usually citrus fruits, apples, onions, parsley, blueberries, um, red wine, olive oil, dark cherries, tart cherries, pomegranates, cranberries, you know, all these things um, are, you know, have quercetin. And a lot of those things have vitamin C as well, which is also an antioxidant. So it's like a two for one, which is really cool. Awesome. Okay. Well, there's been a lot of studies that look into quercetin's numerous benefits. So inflammation, heart health, even anti-cancer properties. So can you tell us a little bit more about the studies that have been popping up? Oh, definitely. So um, a lot of different journals, specifically the American Journal um, of Clinical Nutrition. I mean, it's studied for decades and decades now, the British Journal of Nutrition, Alternative Medical Review, Cardiovascular, you know, publications. These are all um, really, really reputable resources that have studied quercetin at length. And people who are going to eat a lot of fruit fruits and vegetables have a lower risk of certain types of cancers. We already know that. And a lot of that we attribute to different antioxidants and anti-inflammatories, quercetin being one of the most powerful. Uh, quercetin and other flavonoids, because it's a flavonoid, um, it's kind of one of the magical ingredients in plants that, that gives it its, you know, uh, magic powers, I call it. <laughs> but um, the fancy word is constituent. So flavonoids is a constituent in quercetin and foods that contain quercetin. And studies have actually shown that it inhibits the growth of cancer cells, uh, primarily breast cancer, uh, colon cancer, prostate cancer, ovarian cancer, uh, lung tumors, it's been shown, um, endometrial, which is, you know, the lining of, of the uterus. And one study even suggested that quercetin is more effective than resveratrol in terms of inhibiting tumor growth, because we used to think resveratrol, it's like have one glass of red wine a night, you know, the doctor would support resveratrol is really high in red wine. Um, But quercetin came out on top study after study to help uh, with, you know, shrinking tumor cells and inhibiting the growth of those tumor cells, which again, is preventative of cancer, right? So, you know, the association was even stronger was subject to smoke. You know, if you smoke a pack a day, um, a third, you know, just taking quercetin is going to slow that lung cancer growth or those mutated cells in the lungs due to the carcinogen that is, you know, cigarette smoke. So across the board, studies just continually time after time report the efficacy of quercetin, especially as it relates to again, anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and anti-tumor growth, which is pretty, pretty incredible considering yeah. how many lives cancer takes every year. Wow, well you sold me, because while you were off, well you had a single shot, I took one. <laughs> I was like, I <laughs> took one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did. so anyways, if you guys want to take them too, they are for sale and you get 20% off. Um, so yeah, so what about bromelain? Let's talk about that. That's the other ingredient and why does that often get added to quercetin? When it's in a supplement together. Awesome question. Okay. Bromelin is one of my favorite things. Um, I pair it with quercetin and turmeric or curcumin, which is the, you know, the magic ingredient or constituent uh, in turmeric. But bromelin is the magic ingredient in pineapple. It's highly enzymatic. 
And, um, you know, we've, we've talked about it before, but enzymes are the little cleavers of the body. They break stuff up, right? And so if we need digestive enzymes to take our whole food that we chew and break it down into its, its basic parts so our um, intestines can absorb it. Um, and enzymes are responsible for breaking up scar tissue. Uh, they break up damaged cells and help the body clear it that much more easily, right? Because if things are broken up, the smaller they are, the easier they are for the body to handle. So bromelain is the active constituent in pineapple. Uh, it's called a proteolytic enzyme specifically for any of my science nerds out there. Um, but bromelain causes the body to make substances that fight pain and swelling. So we have quercetin that is actually helping inhibit the tumors or tumor cells from growing. Um, it's helping with that oxidative stress. And then we have bromelain, which is helping fight pain and swelling that is caused by inflammation, right? It also contains different chemicals that interfere with tumor cells as well. And so it's like packing an extra punch and supporting that quercetin doing its job. Um, it can also slow down blood clotting. Um, and when we can slow down blood clotting, that helps the viscosity of the blood, again, travel more easily, get into joints, um, you know, get into and penetrate different tissues. So it being the enzyme that it is, um, it just breaks down um, basically anything that is causing damage in the body. And so it's a fantastic addition to something like quercetin that's also doing that same action. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's gift away a bottle. So if you guys have already bought one, awesome. You're still in the running to get this. This can be your backup bottle or you can give it to a friend, but all you have to do to win is answer a trivia question. So you have to be the very first person to put the correct answer in the chat. And here's today's question. What percentage of cancer diagnoses in the U S are the result of preventable causes? So what percentage of cancer diagnoses in the U.S. are the result of preventable causes? And I'll give you three options. Is it A, 5%, B, 20%, or C, 40%? So what percent of cancer diagnoses are the result of preventable causes? 5%, 20%, 40%. So go ahead and put that in the chat if you think you know the answer. All right, and our first responder is Abby saying C, 40%. And Abby, you are correct. So congratulations. So it's good news, right? That the correct answer is 40% because that means we can do something to change it so we don't have that diagnosis. So to claim, Abby, to claim your free bottle, you're just gonna want to send an email to winner at middle world with the word winner immune in the title. And I think Anne will go ahead and give you that information as well in the chat. So Dr. Jackie, since 40% of cancer diagnoses can be prevented, what can we do to avoid this risk of cancer? Uh, I wanna give a shout out to Abby because I believe that's a hat trick. The last three episodes, I think they've won the summer. She's won them all? Um, yeah. <laughs> She's our only participator trivia. in our trivia. Hey, if you're the uh, only participant, yeah. you're going to win. <laughs> only exactly. you're going to win. It's right. It's right. So, yes. you know what? Fair well, you know, participate and intelligent. So I just want to give a yes. shout out. Um, okay. <laughs> so, 
So when it comes to cancer, um, and I'm sorry, the question is how can we prevent it? Is that, was that the Yeah, question? like what are some ways, that, some things okay. we can do so, to avoid the risk of cancer? Yes, this is great. Um, so there's a handful of, of ways, of course. So when we first, for me at least, I always wanna know the why. I, not only for myself, but for my patients and for my students when I teach, when we understand the why, we can usually understand the the list of reasons, right? I feel like sometimes I don't want to be a finger pointer, like, well, don't do this and don't do this. And, you know, I'm like the fun police sometimes. Um, but, you know, if the, the fun is causing more harm than good and we know what's happening in the body, then it kind of just logically clicks into place and makes sense for why we want to avoid certain behaviors or certain choices, why we want to add other substances. And so again, when we're looking at cancer and what it is, why is it preventable? Well, cancer, which not, a lot of people don't think is preventable, um, you know, 30 to 50% is estimated, which we landed in the 40, right? Um, be simply because of lack of early detection, right? And health risk behaviors. So things like smoking cigarettes, that's a huge one. Lung cancer, big killer in the United States. Not eating well, right? Colon cancer is a big one. Um, lack of vitamin D and other nutrients and, and severe deficiencies in those nutrients have been shown to lead to cancer because the cells don't have the ingredients they need to replicate properly. So when they replicate, they're making mutated cells instead of whole healthy cells. So we want to eat a healthy diet, eat the rainbow, right? And get all those micronutrients our body needs for our cells to function. Uh, we want to maintain a healthy weight and be physically active because when we're physically active, our cardiovascular system is stronger. And again, cardiovascular system, the blood, the highway of the body, right? So we're only as strong as not just the structure of the highway of the body, but what rides that highway, right? Again, that's that nutrition, that's drinking water, um, that's making sure there's low toxicity in the blood by not smoking cigarettes, not overindulging in alcohol. Um, also, skin cancer is super common, so we want to protect ourselves from the sun, you know, sunscreen. And there are two different ways that we can protect from the sun. Sunscreen comes in two forms. We can have one, a chemical barrier, right? It's usually the clear but kind of sticky sunscreen. And then we have a physical barrier, right? If we've all seen lifeguards with the white nose, that's zinc oxide. So that's creating a physical barrier, almost as if we were wearing something on our face or on our body, like a piece of clothing, the zinc is gonna do that, right? Chemical barrier sunscreen has actually been shown to, um, you know, inhibit different hormone production. Um, it can cause toxicity for the liver if we're not able to break it down. So I always recommend when possible to do a physical barrier sunscreen yes sometimes it can leave kind of a white um you know effect on the skin but for me personally you know i'd rather do the safe than sorry route but in either case sunscreen and spf when in doubt spf right either one is going to be better than nothing um regular medical care right get your screenings done ladies and gentlemen please 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 you need a colonoscopy at 45 you need a mammogram at 40 all of these things are going to help us the sooner we can detect any maladaptive cell any tumor cell growth cancer cell growth the sooner you catch it 
the easier it is to address. So if you're getting your screenings done and you're on top of your health and you're paying attention to the whispers of the body, then we can catch it soon enough and maybe even prevent it. Um, and then avoiding high risk behaviors, um, usually associated to like sexual activity and things because we get, um, uh, you know, ovarian cancers, cervical cancers. These are all related to HPV uh, and different, you know, um, STIs or sexually transmitted infections or illnesses. And so we want to really make sure that we're responsible with our bodies and making responsible choices with partners. So those are the, the top five or six things that really can help curb your chances of developing cancer later on in your life. Yeah, those are good. All right. Well, if anyone has any other questions, please make sure you put them in the chat. And also, if you're finding our series helpful and interesting, we'd love if you hit our the follow button. You can also follow at Middle World Herbs on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. There's a ton of helpful information about medicinal plants, emotional healing, and natural wellness. So you might be wondering if you've seen these up here with me, there's these little charms attached to each bottle. We call that the Middle World Whisper, and it's a handmade charm with a positive thought or mantra or affirmation on it. And every single time you buy a supplement, you're gonna get a different whisper. So this one here says, any exercise is better than no exercise. <laughs> yes, yes, that is so true. Well, I think they're so cool and they have a really neat backstory on them too. So the founder of Middle World Herbs was traveling the world and she visited the archeological site of the ancient Asclepian temple in Bergama, Turkey. And this temple was built in honor of Asclepios, who was a physician in 8th century BC. And at the time, this temple was one of the most advanced ancient hospitals and the world's first psychiatric hospital. And it's now known that there was this really intriguing practice where the patients would walk slowly through a dark tunnel. And there's these little light areas that you can see. Well, those are not just for light to come in, but the healers and the doctors would stand up there and whisper through the cracks, positive affirmations and positive messaging and basically combining emotional well-being with the physical well-being. And that is how the idea of the Middle World Whispers was born. So she just kind of had this aha moment of like, let's not just sell supplements for the body, but let's work on something for the mind too. And each one of these you can keep afterwards. You can put them on a little bracelet or gift it to someone or just keep it for yourself and they're they're great for your mindfulness practice so what i do is when i take the supplement i just make sure i always read it too to kind of give me that little pick me up well we have two more incredible supplements to share i have the middle world berberine hcl 40 over here and the middle world berberine with bitter melon and benavoli so dr jackie i would love to learn a little more about the properties of berberine and is it an antioxidant I love berberine. Great question. Okay. So berberine is, it's a bitter tasting alkaloid. It's bright yellow. I think the capsules are even yellow, which is fantastic. Right? Is right there in the capsule. Yeah. Let's check that out. So there we go. Awesome. So it is, you know, bitter tasting yellow contains alkaloids and alkaloids are produced by plants and animals for defense. It's a natural defense mechanism for environmental triggers. So examples of different alkaloids in nature are, you know, the poppy plant creates morphine um, as well as codeine. Um, belladonna 
right? Which is lower hearts. It lowers your heart rate and can help when people's heart rate is high, bring it back down. And then of course, berberine. So several different alkaloids are isolated from natural herbs and berberine is one of the strongest ones that we know. It's, it's the fancy word is anti-proliferation. Proliferation means making more of, right? It's proliferating, it's growing. And so anti-proliferation, if we have a mutated cell, AKA a tumor cell that's growing, we don't want it to grow. We want anti-proliferation and berberine is fantastic for that. Berberine is also antibacterial, antiviral, anti, um, anti-metastatic, right? Metastatic is when the cancer cells go to different organ systems or travel throughout the body. So it's going to prevent the traveling. So not only is it preventing the cells from multiplying, it's preventing those, uh, any cells that are still potentially multiplying from metastasizing or going into different organ systems. So it's got effects on all different cancer types and it, and you know, the end products of metabolism, waste products, helps storage, uh, for nitrogen protects, um, plants and people, which is why it's in supplements, um, against, you know, different microbes and pathogens in its environment. And it just helps regulate healthy growth, right? It prevents the bad stuff from growing and helps normalize and maintain healthy growth of healthy cells. Um, it also is very helpful with diabetes because it just helps lower glucose levels. Uh, and you know, people with diabetes just tend to have high blood sugar, um, consistently because they're not making insulin to pull the sugar out of the blood into the cell. So it just sticks around in the blood. So when we take berberine, it helps lower, uh, the blood sugar, which is very helpful and, and it's challenging for people with diabetes. Uh, and then last, but absolutely not least is it helps maintain healthy cholesterol. So there's evidence that berberine can help lower cholesterol levels in people that have high lipids and high cholesterol. Um, and you know, you want to focus on, you know, cause there's the good cholesterol and the bad cholesterol. The cool thing about berberine is it only focuses on lowering the bad cholesterol, which is what we want. So it's got a, a few magical powers for sure. That's awesome. That's so cool. Well, you had mentioned that beautiful yellow color. So yes, it has that gorgeous rich yellow and that is really neat with the supplement because it has an unprecedented 97% purity, which has been confirmed by third-party testing. And berberine with bitter melon and banaba leaf has just a little bit lighter color because it includes bitter melon and banaba leaf in addition to berberine. And both are made in the US, GMP certified and thoroughly tested by third-party labs. So they have been through all the testing, the heavy metals, the identity testing, pesticide and strength testing. They are veggie capsules, you get 60 per bottle and berberine HCL 40, this one is $18.99. And then the berberine with bitter melon and banana leaf is $20.99. But you are getting that additional 20% off if you get it during the live. So you're gonna get that extra bonus. So we often get asked between berberine and berberine melon, berberine with bitter melon, which one should someone go for? Is there one in particular? Um, for me personally, I think the bitter melon just helps potentiate the, uh, berberine, meaning it makes it work better. So diabetes is the thing that stands out in my mind, uh, when I think about the two. So bitter melon has a lot of different chemicals or, or constituents, magical constituents in it. Um, and they, they act like insulin in the body. And so real quick for anybody who is not familiar with diabetes or what's happening in the body with diabetes. Our body eats sugar and it gets 
into the bloodstream. Sugar feeds our cells. It keeps our, it's like the fuel, the gasoline to the cars that are our cells, right? So what helps sugar go from the blood into the cell so that the cell has energy to do its job? The thing that opens the door is insulin. So in diabetes, people either their insulin isn't being produced, so there's nothing there to open the door or the insulin they are producing isn't enough. And so the blood sugar gets really high and then the cells start suffering and dying, right? We get neuropathy and nerve stuff. We get pains, we get aches, you know, just the function of different organ systems start to break down because the cells are literally starving. No matter how much sugar we eat, how much food we eat, how high the blood sugar gets, if we don't have insulin opening the door to let the sugar into the cell, then the cell is going to die and we're going to have, you know, functional problems. And so the great thing about bitter melon is it actually acts like insulin. Studies have shown it's acting to lower blood sugar levels by acting as insulin, opening the door and helping the blood go from the sugar into the cell to do its job. And some studies even suggest that it does it by causing more glucose to enter cells that would that then would naturally be happening with our own natural insulin release, which I think is absolutely phenomenal. It's incredible. And so in my opinion, professionally, anybody who has a history of diabetes um, or has prediabetes, anyone who is obese and at high risk for something like diabetes, people with binge eating issues and or sugar addiction issues, I highly suggest the berberine with the bitter melon. Um, versus, um, you know, somebody who maybe those things aren't, uh, concerns or risk factors, then the berberine alone would, would be fantastic, a fantastic addition to any supplement regimen. Okay. Awesome. So I was actually thinking I'm going to buy, um, probably this one for my mom cause she has diabetes, but if she's on insulin, mm -hmm. can she take it or does she have to consult? Well, in that case, she Exactly. In that case, if you are on insulin because of diabetes or in your case for your mom, she definitely wants to talk to her doctor about taking this because she might not need the same dosage as insulin that she's used to. If she's okay. taking a supplement that's going to pick up some of that slack, she may still be insulin dependent, but her dosage may change. And so she definitely wants to do it under the guise of a physician or, you know, a trained professional who can make sure that it's safe. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. All right. Well, there's a lot of scientific evidence of berberine's benefits. So from anti-inflammation, anti-cancer, and if you even search on PubMed, there's like over 6,000 scientific publications. So what are some of the highlights from the research being done on the herb? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to do, it's like the infomercial for berberine because mm -hmm. it's so powerful. It's like bacteria check. It's antimicrobial. It's going to kill bacteria right? Which helps with uh, preventing an infection and things like that. Uh, inflammatory cells, check. It's anti-inflammatory, right? It's going to help soothe out and take kind of the edge off of any inflammatory process or any itises happening in the body, right? Oxidative stress done because it acts as an antioxidant. It's just handing out electrons to disgruntled little free radicals, neutralizing them and making them happy. Um, stops the growth of cancer cells done because that's the anti-proliferation, right? Stops cancers from uh, cancer cells from migrating to different tissues in the body because it's anti-metastatic, check. 
It's uh, hypoglycemic, again, bringing down the blood sugar, helping act like insulin to get sugar into the cell. So it's gonna lower blood sugar, check. And last but not least, it's gonna help lower high cholesterol, specifically LDL or bad cholesterol. So across the board for so many different body systems, immune system, the you know um, liver and digestion system in terms of cholesterol, um, you know, the endocrine system with insulin, it, it's just helping. It, it's like a 10 for one, in my opinion, when we're talking about berberine. It's a really powerful, powerful plant um, constituent and supplement, you know, and taking it at the right dosage. So sweet. You're like, I almost just took it right now. <laughs> I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm on the single shot. Um, <laughs> Well, I just want everyone to know when you do buy our supplements, we partnered with One Tree Planted and we have joined them on the global reforestation mission. So every time you buy a middle world supplement, you're not only helping your body, but you're also helping planet Earth. So every single supplement purchased is a tree planted, which is just so cool. So that's the One Tree Planted mission. And we are part of that mission to help get trees planted. So yay, something real positive there. So definitely grab these while you can. So get 20% off. Know that a tree is planted. You're getting your charm. You get a lot of a lot of good stuff. And of course, everything for your body. So we have one more incredible supplement to share. Let me see how we're doing on time. We have enough time for it. This one is our uric acid detox with tart cherry and pomegranate. And it also has a whole bunch of other herbs. It has celery seed extract, green coffee extract, milk thistle, cranberry, yucca extract, and two of the things that Dr. Jackie mentioned earlier, devil's claw and turmeric. So let's have her talk a little bit about the benefits of this one, of some of the, the herbs so, in there. So it, I, everything you listed to me is just a fantastic combination for so many reasons, not just to help with like uric acid clearing and kidney health, but like you said, uh, they all have anti-inflammatory properties. A lot of them do, and they have slightly different mechanisms or magic ingredients, as I call them inside each of those plants um, that have a different action. And they all kind of work really well together or symbiotically in order to pack a really powerful punch. So when we talk about things like the tart cherry, the pomegranate, the cranberry, anything that's going to be tart and red is going to have anthocyanins and very high vitamin C, both of which are antioxidants. And again, antioxidants are giving those electrons away to the free radicals to neutralize them. So they're not causing inflammation. So that's how those prevent inflammation is they just stop it at the root cause. They make the free radicals happy so that they're not bouncing around causing damage. Uh, we kind of talked about devil's claw um, a little bit. We also talked about turmeric. Both of these are highly specific. Um, devil's claw specifically for gout, which uric acid accumulation in the big toe or any joint really, but primarily the big toe, uh, is where we see it often is gout. Um, and then turmeric turmeric is fantastic plant because it has the constituent curcumin in it and curcumin is anti-carcinogenic say that 10 times fast, but it just mm -hmm. means that it's anti-cancer essentially. And for different reasons, it's going to, again, stop proliferation, stop metastasis. It's going to, it's anti-metastatic, stopping metastasizing of those cancer cells. Um, and then celery seed extract for me, 
I, when I studied in India, I got my uh, yoga teacher training in India and I lived there for a little over a month and in Ayurveda, um, which is, you know, in India and in different cultures, um, Ayurveda is the study of how foods and herbs, um, you know, can help. It, it's their traditional medicine essentially. And so in Ayurveda, celery seed has been used to treat so many different issues. It, it acts as a diuretic which means it increases urine output. So it helps with um, clearing the kidneys more often and more frequently, which is gonna help clear that uric acid and prevent the buildup in joints. Um, but it also has been shown to treat colds, poor digestion, arthritis, right? So this is again to the question earlier about the rheumatoid arthritis and uh, one of our attendees daughters, uh, celery seed would help with the arthritis as well. Um, other uh, diseases of the liver and spleen and digestion in general, digestive disorders or disorders related to, to bile production. Um, and last but not least, we have green coffee. And that contains a very large quantity of polyphenols and flavonoids, which again, fancy words for really great superpowers in the body to fight inflammation and oxidative stress. And so every herb in the supplement has, um, you know, an effective job, uh, essentially fighting inflammation and oxidative stress for slightly different reasons because they all have different constituents. So it's kind of like the perfect symphony coming together to really be an effective mixture. I, I kind of love this list to be honest with you. Um, I mean, I love them all, but I am kind of like, I do play favorites here and there. And this is one of my favorites. So. Totally. Yeah, no, that's great. So this one, you're going to do two veg, two veggie capsules daily with meals and it's 1599, but 20% off if you guys want that one. So yeah, it's like superpower right there for sure. All right. Well, Dr. Jack, we're going to wrap up and I have one more question. So if you could leave everyone with knowing just the top three most important things you want them to take away about inflammation, what would that be? So um, in naturopathic medicine, one of our tenants, we have seven, uh, one of our main tenants is first remove the obstacle to the cure. I can give you all the awesome supplements and dietary stuff all day long, but if you're still taking high-risk behavior, still putting yourself in harm's way, still saturating your body with toxic chemicals and things like that. Unfortunately, the good stuff won't be able to touch the root of the problem. So first and foremost, we want to remove those high-risk um, behaviors, substances, things like that, right? So remove the obstacle to the cure. The second thing is to add supportive substances like supplements, like eating the rainbow, like drinking water, um, these are, it's really, you know, we need both to occur to support healing. And last but not least, especially because it's World Cancer Day and because screening is so incredibly important, please don't try to be tough. Please, please, please don't push through pain. Listen to the whispers, get early detection, do your screening. People who are afraid of needles or exams or doctors, I get it. It's stress inducing for sure, but it's one day a year to set yourself up for success and health management for the whole rest of the year. And you're worth it. I promise it won't be as bad to get that done as it will be to avoid it. And then God forbid something bad happen. So those are my three, remove the obstacle to the cure, add awesome supportive substances, and listen to the whispers and get those screening tests on people. There you go. Yes. 
Oh, thank you for that reminder. No, that's so good. It's true. We all want to avoid it. I mean, that's human nature. Like, oh, put yeah. it off, put it off. But it's so important to get it done. And today is such a perfect reminder. So thank you for sharing that reminder. Okay, well, anything else you want to leave us with before we say goodbye? Just, you know, my immense gratitude for everyone who takes the time and space to just show up and support me and support us and learn about these great substances and supplements and and ask questions and really engage. I, I just feel really overwhelmed with gratitude. So thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you um, and just our team. I love our team, Deanne. We have a great team. Our team is awesome. <laughs> we have the best team. You guys don't get to meet mm -hmm. James, but he's behind the scenes and he's the one that kind of flips us back. To yeah, he is. And then our founder, Eva, she's incredible. Um, she likes to stay Amazing. behind the scenes too. But man, if I owned, I mean, I always am telling you, I'm like, you need to put your face out there. Like what you're doing is so incredible. She's <laughs> very helpful. Yeah. And, um, you know, but supporting a woman business, like my gosh, we need to do more of that. There, it's very awesome what she's doing and, and her and her emphasis on just not only healing the body, but the mind. And that's so important. Yes. So, and she's the one that pushed us to do a, an episode that we focus on anti-cancer and stuff. So it's really like incredible. And yeah, we thank every one of you guys who follow us too. And thank you for tuning in. So it's been great. All right, well, let's end because we have hit our mark. So thank you everyone. Have a thank great you. rest of your evening. Bye. Bye everyone. Hear the whispers from within, battles to restore, ailings to relieve. Feel the nature keeping us, nature healing us, flowers, leaves, and rules within. Hear the mind calming you, soothing you, love and kindness inside out. Let the herbs from middle world heal, welcome wellness, welcome wellness. It's Reveal Herbs, Middle World Herbs.